Welcome to the Healthcare Business Secrets Show, where we interview industry leaders and break down exactly how they're dominating their markets so you can learn from the best and can double your revenue, double your impact, and double your time off. In this episode, we're speaking with Hernan Vasquez. Uh, Hernan is a client acquisition and online advertising expert. He started his journey in Argentina in 2011 when he decided to leave his corporate job and look for something more. It wasn't so great for him at first uh, and was struggling to make ends meet, but under the hardest circumstances, he started working online, writing articles for successful entrepreneurs and online marketers, and through this, he decided discover the secrets to success with online marketing and business. And now he partners with high-end entrepreneurs to scale their businesses through marketing systems and acquisition, runs a few companies, and is doing some amazing stuff. And I'm excited to have him on the show because a lot of us, you know, we're looking at online marketing and how we can make this stuff work. And, and, um, and he's the man to talk to. So welcome to the show. Thank you, man. Thank you, James. It's really, really good to be here. I'm really excited. I love your background story. So, so give us some context. How did you, how did you get into what you're doing and, and, and what are you doing now? So yeah, I left my corporate job. Yeah, it's gonna be like ten years now, and uh, I, you know I, I jumped out without a net, and you know to follow my quote unquote entrepreneurial dream, whatever that was uh, back in the day, uh, definitely changed. You know over the past couple of uh, years, but at that point, like again, I was searching, I was seeking. I spent like a year or so searching for, you know, something that I could do. I know, I knew that it, it would be something online based, you know, I've been, I'm a big fan of technology. I've always been a big fan of digital marketing. So I knew that uh, it has to be that way. And funny enough, I started back in Fiverr. So when you mentioned that I was writing articles, I was actually writing articles for $4 a pop when Fiverr was Fiverr that you can buy anything for $5. Mm. And they actually took a dollar off the top. So I was getting $4 per article. I was like huddling my laptop back in the day, just writing articles, chugging along. And then people that hired me from, from Fiverr to run, to do their articles also hired me for SEO because they say, hey, you're doing articles. Can you help me with SEO in my website and whatnot? And I said, yeah, sure. And I started learning about SEO. And, you know, I started doing SEO work for some of my clients and uh, a little bit in the U.S., a little bit here in Argentina as well. And I started like researching and learning a lot about SEO back in the day. And that's how I came across what would later be my partners. Uh, one of my companies is called Semantic Mastery. And uh, we help digital agency owners grow their local SEO knowledge base so that they can provide services to their customers and their clients and whatnot. And uh, I met with them in a mastermind by Alex Becker. This was like, I don't know, six, seven years ago. And I met with them, you know, that basically, uh, that was my first online venture with people that I, I didn't know because I was here in Buenos Aires in Argentina. They were in the US and we started doing business together. And I'm like, what is this, right? Like doing business with people that you do not know. We met two years later, you know, in a, in a, the first time that we could pay for, for our corporate meeting, we went ahead and we met in, in Miami. That's basically how I, how I got started in this online work, you know, with my agency and selling uh, info products as well. And uh, for the past five, six years, I've been focusing mostly on paid acquisition, Facebook ads, and I've been fortunate enough to work with people like, you know, I mentioned with Dan Henry, I work with Frank Kern. I, you know, run most of his ads for a while. I also work with the team at Grand Cardone. So, you know, I've been fortunate enough to work with these people. I'm learning a lot and helping a lot of entrepreneurs. Some of them are, you know, health professionals and health practitioners. And, you know, we're helping them with getting more leads, getting more sales mm -hmm. and all of that. And that has been the focus of my agency for the past couple of, uh, of years, up until the point where at this point we're kind of pivoting or changing strategies and we're jumping in in a more holistic approach 
with some uh, entrepreneurs and, and some SaaS and some e-commerce stores and whatnot. And then we're jumping in and helping them developing the entire marketing machine. So from marketing automation, lead generation, uh, landing pages, you know, pretty much anything that they need, uh, social media managing to actually grow their businesses and increase their revenue. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, it does. That's amazing. That's amazing. And I love how it came from just starting with $5 articles for people and just learning from, and I think that's in essence, like there's a similar narrative constantly with people on the show. And that is that they had a dream and they're focused on it and they just overcame the obstacles as they appeared because they weren't looking at them. They were just looking at where they wanted to go. And so they just navigated it. And you just absorbed information because you were you you had to to write the articles so that you had to learn the stuff. And by learning it, you realize, hey, how about I stop just writing articles and actually doing some of this stuff? And then you got an opportunity. So you you took it and then you learned on the way. And that's the way that I teach it. Like I teach clients how to build online programs, for example, right? And the first thing people do is they think, okay, I'm going to map out this massive program. I'm going to record these videos. I'm going to make this stuff. I'm going to do it. And then I'm going to try and sell it. And I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to map out what it looks like and then you're going to sell it. And I think I'm crazy. And I'm like, well, why would you, why would you, you know, prepare all the stuff that you don't know if it's going to work? You just say yes and then go, shit, I'm going to figure this out as I go. And that's always the best, like anything typically has come from something like that. Somebody said yes and, and had the balls to say, okay, I'm going to figure this thing out. And I love that you did that because um, that's the way I work and that's the way I teach. And I just think it's, I just think it's better because it's, it's, like it's like a pressure to make it work, right? Like I said, yes, like, should I got to figure this SEO stuff out now? This client's giving me money. Let's do it. And then you actually do it. And, and you know, you work with clients and stuff, right? How many people just don't do the work because they don't really want the outcome? Like, they want it because I like the idea of it, but very few actually want what they say they want. A lot of the time people say, I want a million bucks, but they're not willing to do the work for it because they don't want a million. You know what I mean? They want what right. they think it'll give them. Yeah, and, uh, for sure. Totally, totally agree with that. And I love the fact that you that you say something that, that you know, you map it out, you sell it, people say yes, and then you build it out. You know, for the longest time in my career, I would I would do the complete opposite. I would wake up with a great idea in my head. I would spend months and, you know, a lot of weeks and months and whatnot, mapping it all out and building a course and, and recording a bunch of videos and making sure that the logo was just right. And then the website was just perfect and all of that. And then I turn around and try to sell it. Yeah, nobody bought it. So, uh, so I realized that it's definitely the other way around. It's like, build it out for sure, you know, map it out, ask, then if it sells, it sells. And then now you need to develop. If it doesn't sell, then, well, I mean, you just wasted a week or not even you wasted, you learn on that week instead of several months. So, you know, I totally, totally resonate yeah. with that. And I'm still, you know, struggling with that from time to time, but it's getting clearer that you need to launch first and build later. Well, because what happens and what's important for the listeners is that we learn so much stuff to be these amazing practitioners but then we get into business and business is not about being an amazing practitioner. Business is about understanding the game. If you want to be a practitioner, you get a job and someone else runs the game and then you just do the work. But if you want to be in business, you've got to understand that it, it is a game and, and the best way through the game is to figure it out as you're going. That's what gets you know the greatest return because if you're sitting and waiting and planning and trying to make it perfect, someone else is already taking action. And mm -hmm. it's all about speed in business. Like Gary Vee talks about this, right? He's like, what do you wish you had done if you started again? He's like, spent more money on Google ads. And it's, right. and you know Amazon was the biggest spender on Google at the time yeah. and now they're a massive yeah. company. Why? Because they saw an opportunity and they took it. Um, Wish, the app that you can buy stuff from China from, right? They spend a whole lot of money on Facebook ads 
and got massive. They took advantage of the situation. Too many people are sitting and thinking. There's too many people who are still thinking, should I do Facebook ads for my business? And I think it's ridiculous. I laugh. And, and I know that if you're listening to this and you're thinking it, like I'm not laughing at you. I'm just laughing because I'm on the other side of the fence and I know that this stuff works. And I also look at it and know that if you're struggling, it's because you're not making decisions to do stuff. You're planning. Like my logo for my business, this business, right? jamesnelsonwhat.com or any of them, right? My, my logo uh, is I've made millions of dollars and it's a screenshot from a Google document. I wrote my name in a font that I liked and I screenshotted it and I didn't crop it. I just like screenshot it around like on a Mac. You can do like command shift four or whatever and like select it, selected it. <laughs> Boom, put that on everything. And when I tell people, they go, oh, wow, really? And I'm like, yeah, because it doesn't matter because you're focusing on stuff that doesn't matter. And uh, in business, you got to pivot. Like I needed a logo because I couldn't not have one. So I was like, screenshot, stick it on, done, next thing. And whereas everyone else is trying to make this story behind it, this perfectness. And, and that's that slow, slow to uptake is dangerous. So let's, let's talk about that. Let's talk about Facebook. I know that you do a lot of it. I know that, well, I know personally that Facebook works ridiculously well. Why do you think that people are not still jumping on Facebook and, and using it as an advertising platform, especially small business? Yeah, that's, that's a great question. So I think that there's a lot of, first off, there's a lot of contradicting information, right? If you go out there and Google how to run Facebook ads, you're going to come up with, I don't know, millions of different results. All of them are saying a different thing, right? If you go to YouTube, it's like how to run Facebook ads, it, you're going to get crazy, right? So I think that the best, the best way to actually start Facebook ads and to actually start learning Facebook ads and, and coming from a perspective that, you know, I've been running Facebook ads for the past six years and I do have some courses and whatnot. The best way to do this is to just stop, jump in and start doing it. And there's not a better teacher that I know that losing a couple hundred bucks on Facebook ads, right? Because at that point you will learn what doesn't work. So I think that it's a lot of overwhelm. It also, it's like the complication of the platform, you know, Facebook in, in some ways they're trying to make it easier for you to quote unquote, boost the post. You know, you have seen that probably you, you post on your Facebook page. You've seen that little button that says boost the post and whatnot. And then maybe you click it and then or you tap on it and then you spend like 10, 15, 20 bucks and then nothing really happens. Right. Yeah. So it's like that approach. And then if you want to run it from a, from a more sophisticated perspective, it does get complicated. You know, I, in fact, I keep on learning new stuff on the platform because they keep on doing new stuff and they keep on launching new stuff. But the reality is that either you learn how to do it or you get somebody that's, that's good at how to do it. Or maybe you partner up with somebody or maybe, you know, they come to your program where they learn how to do it on themselves or they're trying, you train somebody in your team and whatnot. But at the end of the day, it's like, it's a no brainer, but it's also a necessity right now, because if every, everyone in your area, if you're a competition, they're all trying to get customers to Facebook ads and you're not, you're going to get left behind. Yeah. I think that's an interesting point because everyone says things like, well, everyone's already on Facebook and they're already doing it. So how can I jump and compete? And it's, it's ironically like, yes, that's partially true. You know, if there's more competition, then, then it's harder to get in, but not getting in is guaranteed failure, right? Like not getting in is, is guaranteeing that you're going to struggle because what are you going to do? You're going to wait for something fancy to come up and you're going to try and jump on the, the latest Snapchat. Like I don't recommend that. I recommend that you jump into things that are known to work. And at the end of the day, you have to get clients. Like that is the single easiest way to grow a business. Like growing a healthcare business is clients in and then clients staying. You can be the best in the world at retaining and converting your clients, but if you don't have any new clients, you're not going to grow. And 
one of my clients can dominate your business because we just fill them up with new clients. And even though they're not doing as good a job as you, we're not retaining them as well, not converting as well, from a sheer volume perspective, they're going to be busier. So obviously, uh, you need to be good at the other things. But I think that front end is where a lot of clinicians get it wrong because they're waiting for people to come to them. They're waiting for referrals. They're doing the old boys club thing of like, yeah, I'll just wait and, and I'll be there for seven years and then everyone know that I'm good and they'll come and see me. It's like that that doesn't really work. And, and even if referrals are great, but they're going to come anyway. You know what I mean? Just be good and, and you'll get referrals. You need to have strategies for bringing people in. So when you're looking at, uh, say, a smaller business, that's service focused, brick and mortar, uh, like a healthcare practice, and you're wanting to to bring in more clients, what's typically your focus and priorities for wanting to do that? Because I know that the listeners will be really intrigued as to the the best format to whether it's to run ads, do email marketing, whatever it is, what do you kind of tend to to take as an approach first? Yeah, that's that's actually a great question. And um, the reality is that right now and the way we are approaching things in terms of specifically in terms of Facebook ads, you know, also people, I think that they're not like jumping in because they think that they need to have a big budget. And that's usually not the case. And the reason why that's not the case is because there are some tools right within Facebook ads that allow you to a don't have a lot of money and still have results. Like don't spend a lot of money and still have results. Number one, but also number two, separate yourself a little bit from the competition. And uh, the way we've done it and the, the way, you know, I've helped practitioners do it is by, actually doing something really simple, which is basically a two-step approach on Facebook ads. And the first step is instead of just going out for the kill, you know, what I, what I call is like, if you, if you hire an agency tomorrow, nine times out of 10, what they're going to do for you is to put together something called lead generation ads on Facebook. And they work to an extent. And those are the ads that you have, you probably came across on them on Facebook. And it's a type of ad that it might be an image or a video. You click on the ad, you tap on the ad and a little form will pop up within Facebook, right? And you can put your name, email, phone number, whatever it is, and you can quote unquote, request more information. Those are lead generation ads. Those are the lowest friction, the easiest to put together. And usually they work because people, they don't need to leave Facebook to yeah. complete, right? Complete their form. So that's, that's that. So that's usually the first approach and that's the easiest thing to put together. And if you want to get some quick wins, some quick traction, that is something that you might want to try. However, what we have found is that there's a way that we can increase the quality of the leads that you're getting, because there's one thing to get leads through Facebook ads or, or through online methods. And another completely different thing is to turn those leads into customers, into actual walking in patients that want to actually call in your office or coming in for a consultation, two different things. So the way we, we've done it, and it also allows you to position yourself a little bit as an authority is by actually putting out short video content. And by short video content, I mean really helpful content, content that you can actually help share with your, with your audience, with your potential patients that will really help them out, right? And the good news about Facebook is that Facebook is essentially a social network. So that basically means that people are uploading selfies, they're uploading videos with their kids and their families and all of that, and that you can kind of do the same. So if you whip out your phone and you record a quick selfie video, two to three to five minute selfie video being really helpful, to your potential customers or to your potential clients and to your potential patients. And you run that. Uh, usually we do a video use campaign or an engagement campaign, which is you can boost that post. And then you end up with a video simply by saying, by the way, if you want to learn more about this, about this new treatment, or if you want to learn more about this, you can call our office to this number, or you can just drop us an email. That simple thing that you can do every week, that alone, and you need to boost it because, you know, otherwise nobody will see it. So you need to put like $10, $15 behind it 
that alone can actually move the needle and it is moving the needle for a lot of practitioners. And you can also show ads to people that consume that content, to people that watch that video for two to three minutes or the entire video, you can show them ads. And that's where that two-step approach come into play. So basically we present your audience or your ideal uh, demographic or your potential clients, your zip codes, whatever it is that you wanna show ads to, we show them those videos. And for people that engage with that content, people that consume that content, we show them those simple lead generation ads. So that two-step approach is really simple. It's, it's, it's also inexpensive, it's cost-effective and it's you know allowing health practitioners to get better results with their Facebook ads because it increases the quality of the leads that they're getting. Does that make sense? hundred percent. And just to break that down for our audience a little bit more, what he's talking about is, is setting out retargeting ads where you, you run an ad to engage people at the start with your video that's valuable content and establishing you as an authority. And then what Facebook allows you to do is um, when people are watching that or engaging with that, you can create specific audiences of people who have engaged with it. And then that audience is obviously more warm than Joe Blow down the road who hasn't seen your stuff. And so then you're able to send more ads specifically to those people and you can layer this. And so you're ending up speaking only to people who have previously engaged with your stuff. So they kind of know a little bit more about you because ultimately what you have to remember is that the reason a person makes a decision to want to work with you is yes, because you can solve their problem and produce results, but that they know, like, and trust you. And so if you're getting content out there that builds that no like trust factor, that authority, it's much easier to then offer that person and say, Hey, do you want to work with me? because they've already engaged with you before, you've already given them value. And we're not targeting people who didn't get value. We're not targeting people who watched your video for one second and then moved on and said, I don't like this guy. We're targeting people who watched majority of the video or half the video or whatever. So you know that they're interested and they're just wanting that next thing because not everyone is ready right now. And that's the key thing. Often we only do marketing to people who are ready right now. It's the billboard. You know, you got to saw back, come and see me, which is great, but that's the the low-hanging fruit, that's easy. Everyone does that, which is why there's so much competition. We have to think a few steps before that, which is like, when is the person now considering maybe I need to look at taking some action? Or I'm starting to experience something. What is this thing? And I'm looking it up and then I'm engaging with them. And so talk us through a little bit about that. Do you do different campaigns at different uh, stages of the the buying cycle, so to speak? Cold, warm, hot? Um, Do you focus only on one area? Like what do you typically do? Yeah, that's that's actually a great point. And I like the fact that you say, hey, we need to focus on a couple steps before that. In fact, what you're doing with this type of advertising, this two-step quote-unquote advertising, is a um, you know, you're basically targeting people that are ready to become patients right now, but also you're nurturing that relationship so that 30 days, 60 days, 90 days from now, you are actually, you know, keeping yourself and your practice top of mind. You know, that and that is mm-hmm. that is really, really important. And this worked really well for several medical practitioners that that I work with. And yes, we do different campaigns. Usually, for people that do not know who we are, the the you know something that I would recommend people to to read always, independently if they're in the marketing space or entrepreneurs, and, and even to your audience as well, is the book Influence by Robert Cialdini. You know, mm-hmm. that's a great book. It's a great book, and it shows you how basically how we work as human beings, right? And it's a, it's a great book. And then what you're basically leveraging if you read that book what you're basically leveraging is the the reciprocity factor right that basically means that people when you're being really helpful with them just because we're wired like that they will feel that they need to give something back to you and that could be either coming to your clinic or giving you their email whatever whatever that is so it's called it's called reciprocity and that's that's a great book by the way and yes so we do that 
kind of quote unquote break the ice with those helpful videos. And again, nothing fancy. Just whip out your phone, record a quick selfie video, just talking to the camera. That's all you need. And once people consume your content, we consider them warm. So for people that engage with that content, for people that visit your website, for people that maybe have you know scheduled before but they didn't come through, those are all warm. And to those people, we show them two things. Number one, we show them more content. You know, we show them additional videos. And number two, we show them conversion ads. And and then of course, for people that are close to to come through, basically people that have you know scheduled a consultation online or they have leave their email so that they can, you know, you can reach out and, and talk to them and whatnot. We consider them hot. And those people, we basically need to make them really excited to come to the practice or to actually attend to the appointments. So in those cases, we might combine text messages with email marketing. We might combine mm. uh, retargeting ads on Facebook. So for instance, if they schedule to come in tomorrow, then we show them an ad and say, hey, don't forget that your you know, appointment is tomorrow or you booked a an appointment for today or something like that, we might show them an ad telling them exactly what they need to show up uh, with and, you know, that type of stuff. So yeah, we definitely do that. Yeah. It's about understanding that the the points of friction between having no idea of who you are and then becoming a, a lifelong customer and understanding that along that way, if we can seed people the right way, it just makes an easier, smoother process. It's like when you have a new client and then maybe you ring them after their first treatment and check in and say, how, you know, how are you doing? Do you have any questions? We went through a lot of information. It's a touch point that you can then personally relate to that client a bit more and they feel a bit more rapport with you. You can do a very similar thing with your ads and your content. New clients receiving email sequences, new clients receiving ad campaigns to, to reinforce for them the decisions they're making and push for referrals and people who have just signed up for something and then contacting them again through ads and text and email uh, automatically leading them to the next step in the cycle. Like all of these things, the, these uh, friction points that can come up, all these points that you want to you know, take the opportunity to speed the relationship up as well as important. I think from a tactical standpoint, it just comes back to what I said before, which is custom audiences and retargeting. If you know what I'm talking about, it's literally just creating an audience of people using the Facebook tools of people that have visited your website or visit a particular page. You can get fancy and you can have someone who's you know, signed up and they've booked an appointment and you send them to a specific page and then that tags them. And so then you can send those people ads for one day because you know that on average it takes one day to get to the next appointment. Or uh, you can also upload email lists and things like that to Facebook too and say, these are my new clients, Facebook, I want you to send ads to them. And uh, because Facebook has all of your information about you, it's all anonymous, right? It's not like I'm targeting Mrs. Jones specifically and saying, hello, Mrs. Jones. Like Facebook won't let you do that, but they will let you take an audience and then randomly show ads to those people based on whether or not Facebook has that person in the system with the information you gave them. But that's what we can do with, with custom audiences. And then retargeting just literally means to target again, right? To retarget that person. They've already been targeted by your ad. Uh, and then we're just sending them more messages. And I think um, I think it's amazingly powerful. And we forget that, you know what I mean? Like I do this a lot and you've reminded me, yeah, we need to do some some kind of pre-sale content essentially that warms people up. Like you do it, you know, in my coaching business, obviously with this, you know, my podcast is that. You're listening to this podcast to learn some stuff. This is super meta here, but this is that, that content, right? Like you're going to yeah. hear me and get some value and then go down the rabbit hole and then probably become a client because you know that I can get you results. It's, it's, it's everything is that, you know what I mean? And we need to be playing this game 
Because like we talked about, business is a game. And if you're not playing it properly, then you lose. And if we're in it to help people, then we need to be doing the stuff that allows them to see the value that we have so we can help them. You know what I mean? Now, in terms of running Facebook ads, obviously having email on the back end is super important. Talk to us about email marketing automation. Like a lot of people think that you just have MailChimp and then you just send off an email once a week telling people what's happened in the clinic with newsletters. And and I think newsletters are cancer. I don't think they're good for anyone. What's your opinion and, and how do you kind of talk us through email marketing and, and, and automations and stuff like that? Yeah, for sure. For sure. So I think you made a great point. And usually what happens with, with a lot of agencies is that, you know, and I'm being, I'm being, you know, part of an agency and also work with a lot of clients the success of the of your of your advertising campaign, the success of your of the ads that you're doing, and the agency that's running them for you, or even if you have somebody on on your team, or even if you're doing it yourself, depends strongly on the system and the sales process that you have, right? So, you know, um, a lot of people think that just by hiring an agency to run my Facebook ads, then we're gonna blow up, and that's only half the battle. You know, having like strong ads, it's only half the battle because. You know, people right now are being bombarded with emails, with text messages and all that. So what happens after somebody visits your page, what happens after somebody schedules a call or schedules a consultation and all that, then uh, you cannot send the same type of emails to somebody that, you know, just leave with you their name, email and phone number versus somebody that actually goes through the whole process and, you know, wants to schedule a consultation right now. So you cannot send them the same email. So what we usually do is we have different, again, different sequences for different people and different uh, temperatures, right? Somebody that schedules or that schedules a consultation with your clinic, with your practice, you want to follow up with them. Uh, and that's the, the hole that you want to plug, right? Because what happens is that people might schedule today and something comes up, or maybe they schedule three days down the road and something comes up or they get cold feet or whatever. So you want to follow up with them in terms of here's what they can expect. Here's what you need from them. Here's uh, what they can do if they cannot attend. And then if they do attend, if they do not attend, you also want to follow up with them so that they mm -hmm. can reschedule their appointment right? Because you paid for that lead. At the end of the day, you want to maximize the value of that lead by following up with them. If somebody doesn't complete the whole process, let's say that you have a simple, you know, opt-in to application to, hey, we'll wait for you, three-step funnel, super simple. People sometimes, and most people, I would say, will complete the first step, but not the second step. So if they complete the first step, then you need to follow up with them so that they complete the second step. If they complete the second step, you need to follow up with them so that they actually show up. And if they do not show up, you need to follow up with them so that they repeat the process all over again. So it's a little bit more involved and complicated than just you know sending a couple of emails per week or something like that. Uh, I think that each person requires a, a treatment because they're in different stages, they're in different, I would say they behave differently. And if they behave differently, then you need to treat them differently throughout the funnel. Does that make sense? hundred percent. I think that we're at the point of like, I think I can just get away with just doing some random emails and then producing something like this. And where the barriers for most people is that we overcomplicate it in our head. And then we say, oh, that's too hard and I don't want to do it. So I'm just going to keep sending some emails because it's very easy to just send some emails and not get a result, but assume that something's happening. So you kind of just keep doing it. But if you're doing something in business and it's not producing a result, then you need to stop doing it because it's a waste of your energy, your focus and your time, usually money, like the whole thing. And I think that there always needs to be a purpose behind what you're doing. If you're sending emails, why are you sending them? 
What's your outcome? What are you expecting to happen? Where is this person in their buying decision? Where are they in your funnel processes? Like, are they just entering your world? Have they been in your world for six months? Like, where are they at and what are they receiving? Because if you're not pulling them down the channel properly, then you're doing more harm than good because those people have a, don't have a good experience and then they will never come back around. And for us, it starts with just making simple things. Like if, a, if, if there's a new client, instead of manually sending them stuff all the time or constantly telling them, what if you created a new client email sequence that as a new client enters your world, they're able to receive some content along the way that facilitates them and matches where they're at in your treatment plan and, and, and things like that. Because once you're a customer that, that process is a bit easier when they're a lead and they're coming through what they have and haven't done. We have to take that into consideration. Have they watched my free training? Have they not watched it? Have they had a consultation? Have they not had a consultation? Cause then they're at a different point in the funnel, so to speak. And so the information they need to receive to get to the next journey is different. You know, the, the objections in the way are different, but it starts with just trying to map it out and think to yourself, well, okay, I've got a new lead and I've just come into my world. What information do they need to, see and know and understand to be able to go to the next step, to be able to go to the next step. And if they don't do all of that stuff, what can I do to re-engage them? And we can just start building out these little maps and they can start super simple. And then we can obviously make them more granular and more complex over time. But I think that just sending random emails about, you know, what's happening in the clinic and your cats had surgery and you're going to the, the beach this weekend, like that stuff is just, no one reads it. And if they do, they're already a client and they already love you but it's not helping you get sales. So it's only, it's only harming. And here's the thing. I say this and I, and I can, I can feel people saying, well, my clients love getting my emails. I'm like, that's great. But is that why they're seeing you? No. Is it getting you more money? No. So therefore it's costing you. It's not making you money. It's costing you money and making money can just mean retaining a client for longer. That's still making money, but doing it because people like to know what you're up to on the weekend. Like they should follow you on Instagram for that. You know, I mean, that's what social media is for. Your emails are there to push people further along uh, and and to guide them. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, yeah, 100%. And, I, you know, each different channel needs to be treated differently. Now, you know, you you, you talked about social media. Uh, you talk about, you know, the Facebook page is not. And and some some practitioners in some, some cases will make this mistake of treating their Facebook page or their clinic or their practice as their own personal Facebook page and whatnot, and they will upload unrelated stuff and whatnot. And you're, you're totally nailing the head in terms of if they want to follow along with your personal life, of course, you could do that through Instagram, Instagram stories or whatever. Your email list should be, the idea of the email list is for people to either come back to your clinic. I think that it was Jay Abraham that says that there are like three factors that drive any business growth. Number one is number of customers, you know, how many people you have coming to your clinic. Number two, is uh, volume of purchase or, or, or size of purchase. You know, if they can spend more money with your clinic or with your, with your business, the better. And number three is uh, frequency of purchase, right? Mm -hmm. So the more they spend money with you, the better you will do. So if you uh, pull any of these three levers, either by getting more customers, by making them to, you know, spend more money with your business or number three, increasing the frequency of, of purchase, then you will be growing your, your business and your email should be, aim to actually achieve all three, right? Yeah. To turn a lead into a customer, number one, to get those customers to, you know, to do more stuff, number two, and number three, to get them to come back. So those are the three basically email sequences or, or structures that we put together for a client. And I'm going to add to that, your, your, your ads are there to do the same thing. You know, your ads yeah. are not just to get, get clients, but to 
also reinforce for existing clients why they're seeing you, why they need to see you more to facilitate referrals, to get, you know, more buy-in into your business. You know, as they say, it's, it's more expensive to get a new customer than it is to sell an existing customer and, and mm-hmm. leveraging Facebook ads is a super important part of that. I know that for our clinic, for example, you know, we have a bunch of practitioners and we've run ads for a very long time and, you know, New Zealand just went into lockdown. And so we kind of slowed things down. We didn't stop them. And I always tell people, don't stop your ads. It's the worst thing you can do. You can slow them, sure, but you're better off still collecting those people and then not serving them and then following up with them and serving them than to turn it all off because A, algorithms can get out all out of whack and now you're starting again and B, you're losing opportunity and you're losing market share and people forget about you. So we, yes. we keep running ads and um, but we just slowed them down. And then when we came back out of lockdown, we started picking things back up again and you know doing some different stuff and immediately people jumped at it because they'd already known. Like with healthcare, of course, you got to remember, like I might have pain today you know, or no pain today. And then tomorrow I do have pain. And when I see the ad is when I'm going to engage with it. So it's about having the bait always there so that when the fish are hungry, they look for it. And it's not about the 100% of people that see it. It's about the 5 10% who are ready to start engaging with that process. And so having it there, even though like we run the same ad campaign for years, because people are cyclical, they didn't have problems. Now they do. And they're thinking, man, I can't wait to see that guy's ads again because now I'm going to take them up on their offer or I'm going to engage with them further because they just weren't ready. Like how many times have you uh, seen something and not taken action on it and then needed it? Now you've seen it everywhere. And so you like an example for me is, is I bought a Tesla and, um, and up until that I hadn't really seen them around the place. And then I started thinking about them and now I saw them everywhere and then I bought one and now I see them less, even though they're still there because my focus is different because now I've solved the problem. And uh, it's the case in all business. And we need to be ever present so that people can have that same experience. Like, I need it now. Suddenly I see you. And it's like, oh, I didn't know you were here. And it's like, yeah, I've been here for, for six years, but you didn't know because you weren't focused on it. And now that you are, I'm glad that I was advertising and, and then I found you. So what's what's one thing you think that, that health professionals can take away from this episode and, and actually use tactically to, to begin this journey? Because I know that, you know, the idea of getting into online marketing is overwhelming. I know that, you know, Facebook will try and teach you how to do Facebook ads and, and take your money and there's agencies and there's courses and stuff like that. And most of them are bullshit artists. Um, but what, what do you think people can do to actually kind of learn some good stuff and, and implement it and start getting a result and figure this stuff out on their own? Because I'm a huge proponent of learn it yourself and then outsource when it's practical, not just hand or control over to someone to do it for you. And then you have no understanding what's going on because most agencies will not do a good job of supporting you through that. Yeah. Yeah. That makes total sense. I think that the easiest, lowest hanging fruit that you can do right now is that if you have your phone in your pocket, just, you know, record yourself being super helpful to your audience, upload that to your Facebook page and hit that boost, you know, boost the post button just for, you know, for a week, do it for, I don't know, seven bucks, 10 bucks, 15 bucks uh, for a week, and then do it again next week. And then again, the next week after and so on and so forth. And the reason why is because that will create momentum that will give you some budget on advertising. And then as you were saying, James, I think you're, you're right on the money there. I think that if you guys are going back in lockdown, and I know that there's a lot of countries that are going back in lockdown for a second wave or whatever, I think that now is the time to double down on advertising. I think that for the first time in history, since Facebook ads have been launched, the CPMs, which is what we're paying to advertise on Facebook, right? You know, we have seen a dip in in, uh, in the CPMs because everyone was in panic mode. Everyone was pulling out from Facebook ads and those who prevail, those who still, you know, advertise because they're focused on the long-term and even double down, they're now reaping the benefits of keeping on advertising because everyone else was panicking. Everyone else, you know, was like, 
pulling out and that made that the the inventory available was wider so what we advertisers that kept on advertisers had to pay to actually get in front of those eyeballs that we wanted was way less and this will happen again as you know some countries go into a second lockdown and whatnot so i think that it's the best time to actually be out there advertising and i think that you can really grow your practice and grab and grab more market share if you go ahead and just do that just record yourself being super cool with your potential patients just Talk to them about the problems. You know the problems. You you talk to them every single day. Be super helpful. Record it with your phone. You don't need anything fancy, any fancy equipment, any subtitles, any addition, anything. And uh, just up, upload that to your Facebook page. Boost that for 10, 15 bucks. Do it that every week. And then, you know, a couple of months down the road, you will still see that momentum. You will start seeing that momentum piling up and people will start calling your clinic and filling and, and you know, filling out your forms, visiting your website just because they saw you on Facebook. You know, 100%. Amazing advice. Thank you so much. Where can our audience connect with you online? Uh, well, if you search for my name, Hernan Vasquez in, in YouTube, I have a YouTube channel with, I don't know, 300 videos in there. And then, you know, I have a Facebook group as well and Facebook page. So, you know, you can get in touch with me pretty easy. So. Amazing. Thank you so much. I'll definitely make sure that's in the show notes. Thank you so much for coming on the show. It was a great episode. Appreciate you. Sounds good, brother. Thank you for having me. Take it easy. Now, if you want to find out more information on how you can grow your healthcare business, I want you to get a copy of my book uh, and you can visit practicemasterymethod.com where I talk about the nine accelerators on how to grow a seven-figure healthcare business or add seven figures to your revenue. Uh, there are free training, there's free resources uh, that'll be shared in the show notes as well. So go and check those out. Uh, and as always, keep at it, keep hustling uh, because we've got people to help, money to make and freedom to have. I'll see you on the next episode. Thank you for listening to the show. If you liked the episode, please hit subscribe and leave us a review. I'd really appreciate it as it helps us get our episodes out to more people just like you who want to know how to increase their revenue, impact more people and build businesses that work for the lifestyle they want. Now, I know your time is valuable and I know that you are here to learn the secrets to success in your health business. So I have something special for you just for checking out the episode. Now, if you're a health professional, coach or trainer in business, and you're serious about growing a profitable, impactful business, then pay attention. Because as a listener of the show, I want you to win. And so I've created a host of resources available exclusively for listeners of the show. So if you're tired of trying to figure out this game of business, marketing, and sales all on your own, and you're ready to just implement what's already proven to work rather than reinventing the wheel, I want you right now to go and check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. That's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. And there you will find over $5,000 worth of trainings, resources, and coaching available only for listeners of the show. Again, that's healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider. There I'll give you resources on everything from how to acquire 10 times more of your ideal clients using social media and paid ads, even referrals, how to increase your client conversion into packages at an 80 to 90% conversion rate like me, how to retain your clients for longer, getting them better results and making them happier, how to increase your prices and charge a premium to work with you and how you can build a six, multi-six, even seven-figure practice just like I did, but with a tenth of the time and a tenth of the effort. What I want you to realize is that everything I teach comes from exactly what I did to have success and still have success in my own health business, and I want to share that with you so you can have success too. So go check out healthcarebusinesssecrets.com forward slash insider right now and let me help you win big in your health business. Also remember to subscribe for two episodes every week full of the secrets to have success in your health business. 
as well as leave us a review so we know what you thought of the show. And I'll see you on the next episode.